no reason to exist. Hyper-acceleration is the key. I have counted only five of them aboard, but they have taken over the ship, and we are under their control due to this acceleration. They are able to speed others up to their level. That's Captain Kirk talking about the Skolosians in an original Star Trek episode called Wink of an Eye. We used to be like you. Then our country was almost destroyed by volcanic eruptions. The water was polluted. Radiation was released. That changed us. It accelerated us. The Skolosians were sped up by radiation in the water. A likely story. But... Are we headed in the same direction? We seem to want everything to go faster. It reminds me of a conversation I had a few years ago with a friend of mine. He kept mentioning different TED Talks, and I was familiar with every single one. He asked me, have you seen all the TED Talks? Of course I hadn't, but I had this three-hour drive I went on about ten times a month. And on the drive... I would listen to TED Talks the whole way. And one time I accidentally touched a little square on the iPhone screen and the recording played at 2x. This TED Talk features neuroscientist and author Wendy Suzuki, recorded live at TED Women 2017. And so I found out I could listen to six hours of TED Talks in three hours. So I was cranking through these things. I was listening to 60 hours of TED Talks in a month. At the time, it seemed like a really weird thing to do. And my friend and I just laughed about it. But recently I started listening to audiobooks on my drive to work. And I noticed the app lets you nudge the speed up to 3x. So I got curious about speed listening and I googled around. And guess what? It's a thing. Pod fasting. Now, pod fasting sounds like it should mean mindfully abstaining from pods. But it doesn't. It means listening to lots of podcasts really fast. To learn more about this, I talked to a writer named Matt. I I think I went through a phase where I started, I sort of discovered audiobooks and then podcasts. It was kind of around the time I was dealing with a long commute for work. So I would kind of load up the queue and and listen. And, you know, a lot of these apps I I was using had kind of a feature where you could speed up the audio. And so, of course, I wanted to do that because I could kind of fly through my queue faster. I could, quote, read books faster. So um, I started doing that. And eventually I got to the point where I was, you know, listening. The speed was increasing so much. I was I was actually really curious, like, if that was a – is it even possible to really retain anything or to comprehend what's, what's going on? So, yeah, at that point I started doing a little bit more research to try and uh, – just, just on my own to try and figure out is this, like, a good or a bad thing. <laughs> and what's your max? I'll listen at like 1.7 now. That feels like a comfortable speed for me. If I'm driving, I lose a lot if I go beyond that. If I'm if I'm like if I was just sitting kind of focusing on what I was listening to, I think I could go go higher than that though. Matt mentioned listening at 1.7x. For reference, here's normal speed. I was principally occupied with the means of obtaining the information necessary for the completion of my promise. And this is 1.7x. If this journey had taken place during my days of study and happiness, it would have afforded me inexpressible pleasure. But a blight had come over my existence. That's from chapter 17 of Frankenstein. And 
you can get it on LibriVox. One of the things I liked in Matt's writing on speed listening was, he says, once you get acclimated to the faster speed, it can be hard to go back. Now, I love the idea of anything lower, or normal speed, I mean, has become unbearable. What is it like when you listen at normal speed now? Yeah, it's kind of crazy because I think um, I'll listen to certain people exclusively at a sort of a faster rate of speed, so their normal voice just sounds like it's almost unrecognizable. And, and it's weird because, you know, one thing I've noticed, too, is that when people speak faster, I don't know if it's, it's sort of like a, a bias unique to me, but it feels like they're more intelligent than they really are. They're kind of coming up with ideas on the fly and speaking really quickly, and there are these well-formed thoughts that just kind of like spill out. And so when I actually hear them talk, I'm like, wow, you know, I, I used to think that they were maybe more articulate or smarter or quicker on their feet. And so, yeah, it just sounds really, it's almost like it's unbearable to hear and also kind of like you're disappointed because this person wasn't as, as like amazing as you thought they were. I've had this experience too. When I was listening to all those TED Talks at double speed, there's a little sound at the beginning and the narrator. This TED Talk features neuroscientist and author. And if I accidentally listened at normal speed, to me, it sounded like this. This TED Talk features neuroscientist and author Wendy Suzuki. Recorded live. So people are listening faster. Are they watching faster too? Yeah, so actually that's one thing that I, I do really like is um, I have this Chrome extension. I, you know, there's a bunch of them, but like basically it, it creates a keyboard shortcut. So any sort of embedded video, you can just tap a key to make it go faster. And so I do that a lot, um, especially when someone sends me a really long video. And I just kind of want, I, like, I don't really want to, just want to kind of maybe digest like a couple, like sort of, in effect, it's almost like skimming a book before you read it. So like, if I see a long video, I can kind of like fly through it, a part of it. And then if I want to go back, I can kind of like slow it down and, and listen to parts that are interesting. So I, I actually really like doing that. At this point, I should introduce you to Chris. Chris might be a Scalosian. Yeah, I mean, most movies I watch in 15 minutes. I mean, I don't need to spend any more time than that. Chris has been working on speed listening for almost 10 years. Like I said, I mean, we live in an unprecedented time in terms of access to information. So, I mean, if I can just cram it all in there, then, um, you know, I'll naturally just be at an advantage. Plus, it's interesting, right? I mean, you know, um, to know so many things is, um, it's an incredible feeling. Chris told me he can listen to and understand audio at 5.8x. Speed listening is his life's work. It took me a long time to get to this place, right? I mean, I had to start out, uh, you know, at, at 1x, at 1.5x. And uh, now that would be excruciating. Chris told me he canceled his Audible membership because it was too slow. I want to give you some perspective on how face-meltingly fast 5.8x is. Now, the maximum speed you can get out of the Audible app is 3x. Here's a little more of the audiobook I played before. This time I'm going to play it at 3x. It almost sounds echoey. 
And I think this is because your working memory can't hold on to all the syllables in order, so some of them just start overlapping in your memory. After I talked to Chris, I thought maybe I would try to increase my listening speed, and I figured I would use the immersion method. Since I commute to work an hour each way, I'd put audio on at 3x both ways the whole time. I just had it going and going, and I didn't pay attention to it consciously. I figured I would let my brain sort it all out. And I did this for a few weeks, and it was very hard because hearing a human voice and not knowing what it's saying, just having this stream of coming at you for an hour really is torturous. But I forced myself to just keep listening to it. And after a few weeks, I started to pick things up here and there, a little phrase, maybe half of a sentence. After a few more weeks, I might hear a couple of sentences in a row and understand them. And it would just happen. Kind of like the meaning appeared in my mind. And then I would remember the sound of the sentence. And you couldn't do this consciously. Like when you're reading and you realize, hang on, I just ran my eyes over that last paragraph. I need to really pay attention. And then you make yourself focus. Well, you can't do that with super speed listening. You have to just relax and let it happen. If you have time, you should try it. But Chris, he's up at 5.8x. Here's 4x. Here's 5x. Here's 5.8x. Actually, that's what the Skolosians sound like. In the Star Trek episode, Skolosians can be standing right next to you talking, but it doesn't sound like talking at all. It must be a malfunction. This is a barren world. There's hardly any vegetation, no apparent animal life. When we run analysis, we should have some explanation. But there is an insect life. My tricorder doesn't register. Registers in my ears. This is 5.8x, the speed Chris listens at. So, in my research, I have found that the fastest people can comprehend speech is around 4x. And these are people who went blind at a specific time in their life and their brain was rewired. And so, this claim that you can hear a 5.8x, we need to verify. So I just emailed you an audio file that I've sped up to 5.8x, so I want you to just give that a listen right now and tell me what you hear. Okay. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a good idea. Um, let me just pull up my email. Okay, yeah. And you want me to play this clip? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay. So, um, I mean, she's thinking about Switzerland and, and how it's different from where she is. Um, uh, she talks about, like, vines and hills and cottages and 
the blue and gentle sky and she compares it to the ocean. I don't know. It's it's kind of it's a little boring. Here's the normal speed version of the file I sent him. I thought of Switzerland. It was far different from this desolate and appalling landscape. Its hills are covered with vines and its cottages are scattered thickly in the plains. Its fair lakes reflect a blue and gentle sky, and when troubled by the winds, their tumult is but but the play of a lively infant when compared to the roarings of the giant ocean. And here it is at 5.8x again. That sounds kind of like the Scolosians, who it turns out like to lure spaceships to their planet and then kidnap a few crew members for their breeding program to keep the Scolosian race alive. What have you done with my men? Nothing. Nothing? Spock? This is nothing? There's really nothing wrong with them. They are just as they have always been. It's you who are different. This is nothing? They cannot hear you, Captain. To their ears, you sound like an insect. That's your description, Captain. Accurate, if unflattering. Really? There is nothing wrong with them. What have you done? Changed you. So you are like me now. Your crew cannot see you or any of us because of the acceleration. We move in the wink of an eye. Well, there is a scientific explanation for it. But all that really matters is that you can see me and talk to me. can go on from there. Captain Kirk always gets the girl. I don't think Chris would mind being kidnapped by the Scalosians. It's been tough. I mean, sometimes you're out with your friends and, you know, they're uh, watching a movie or something like that. And it just takes forever. You know, I mean, you love your friends, but I mean, I don't know if I can sit through, you know, another Marvel movie. I mean, they're just, I mean, I know where they're headed every time. And I, you know, I just keep thinking about how much I could compress every moment of my life into a smaller amount of time. And I could just get so much more done. This is why there's a 2X button and a 3X button in all the apps now. So you can get more done in less time. I talked with Matt about this compulsion to squeeze every last drop of productivity out of each moment i definitely don't like the idea that like a non-efficient life is not <laughs> worth living or something like that it, it, almost like if, if you i can almost picture like so, like a productivity expert like going up to like a toddler and asking like why are you drawing a picture <laughs> right why like, are you staring into like, space oh, <laughs> what are you doing right yeah because yeah it, it's almost like what kind of question is that right i wish i'd had more time to talk about all this with chris Mr. 5.8x, but he only agreed to talk with me if I would keep our interview to five minutes or less. Well, Mr. Spock, what have you got? Dr. McCoy and I have synthesized a possible counter-agent to the Scalosian water. Regrettably, we did not have the opportunity to test it. Let's test it.
Nothing's happening. You do seem to be moving very slowly, Captain. Spock. Captain Kirk, where the blazes did you come from? Out of the nowhere, into the here. And Mr. Spock, is he coming too? Captain's log, Stardate 5710.9. Mr. Spock has remained in accelerated time so that he might affect repairs to the ship more rapidly. Somebody's repairing every console on the ship. This panel is being recircuited at incredible speed. I think we've located Mr. Spock. Lieutenant, are your circuits clearing? Yes, sir. Cancel red alert, Mr. Sulu. Aye, sir. Open all channels. Captain to crew. Repairs are now being affected by Mr. Spock. The ship will resume normal operations almost immediately. Mr. Spock, my compliments to your repair work and yourself. Thank you, Captain. I found it an accelerating experience. Yes. If you want to clean my house at Scalosian speed, that's fine with me. But it seems to me that living at fast forward all the time would get pretty lonely. So for now, I'm sticking with 1x. listen to this podcast please support it at patreon.com slash no reason to exist and if you're chris if you like this podcast and you want to support it please support it at patreon.com slash no reason to exist no reason to exist